Hello, hello, hello. This is episode 77 of the Mental Threads Podcast. I think it is. I don't know. I lost count. I'm here with a very, very wonderful artist right here, Keanu Reese. You got to say something. Yo, 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 yo. What it is, what it ain't, what's in between. It's your boy, Keanu Reese. Coolest breeze in the East, and I dare you to tell me different. What's happening, y'all? No, dead ass for real. I, if you wonder why I'm so hyped when I got off this thing, now, I was just listening to a lot of his songs in the car, man. It was like with the bass boosted and everything. When I'm telling you this is a dope artist right here, my favorite song, I guess, I know it's a popular song, Up. Uh, that, that's right, that's right, that song right, right there right, and everything. Right, but right, I, I right. really resonate with a lot of your other songs. It's kind of hard to pick. But that song, I'm like, this could be on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> this needs to be on Grand Theft Auto. You tell me, what do you feel about that? You know it uh, should be on Grand Theft Auto. I definitely think it could be on Grand Theft Auto and a lot more. I mean, uh, honestly, when I made that song up, I was just, uh, I was in a good mood. Honestly, and it's just, um, I think... When I was putting it out there, I just wanted to let it be known. You can't stop me because I'm way up. And I think, um, you know, those who know, they catch on to it and they feel the same way, you know? Yeah, no, no. It's a really, really cool, cool song, man. It, it, you're originally from the South, right? Yeah, I'm originally from Savannah, Georgia. Shout out to everybody in Seaport City, Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. That's crazy you say that. My sister live out there now, That's I think. Crazy. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Yeah, she, has, yeah. she actually just moved out there with her husband. Nice. That's nice. Got a nice dream house, too, man. She's nice. really making it. So it's like in comparison from moving from Savannah to Charlotte and everything, have you spent a whole long, a whole lot of time in Charlotte to call yourself a Charlotte teen, or are you just here? Um, yeah, I would say I would. Reason being, I've been here since honestly since what 2015. Uh, my people, like I said, I'm from Savannah, Georgia, but I got people from something South Carolina. That's where my other people's from um, on my mom's side, and it's like, yeah, um, I definitely would say I would call myself a Charlotte teen because I've been here long enough. Like I said, nine one two made me 704 paid me so <laughs> most definitely definitely the model to live by and everything though for real and everything uh i know we we're just speaking about your influences and stuff of that nature you mentioned j cole and big crit a lot of people don't put respect on big crit's name and i know there's another third person what was the third person uh kendrick okay yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah. you're definitely inspired by kendrick <laughs> yeah so um but i say when you talk about big crit i mean just just influences as a whole i would say honestly the South is what I'm influenced by. Um, my words, where I come from, the whole Geechee, everything, Gullah, all that. Like, that's what I try to incorporate when I put it out there. But, like, my influences, more than anything, like I said, you know, with the, the Big Crits and the Kendricks and the J. Coles. Uh, I mean, shit, there's so many artists to count. But um, I just inspire just to be myself more than anything because I think that's what it's really about. Like, it's a whole creative process that... Of course, you go through in order to make music, but it's the, uh, I guess, the originality that that I grasp from them. And then you think about somebody like Big Crit, like just his whole, how he, he makes the beats, how he puts them down, like his, his grind, his process, like the shit ain't came overnight for him. And people still don't know about him, but he's still putting in the work. And that's what it's really about. Hey, hey, dude. Cool thing about not a whole lot of people knowing about Big Crit, the right people know about Big Crit. And that's what it, and that's really what it is, man. Because it's crazy. I don't hear a whole lot of people talking about Big Crit. Mm -hmm. You're probably like the second person I know off the top of my head that even knows about Big Crit. That like, was like a fan that we're actually willing to like mention him. You know, I know there's other people that know him, but you're the, I like mentioned him as an influence and yeah. stuff like that. Like I, that, that's real. Yeah, yeah. I've been to uh, a couple of his concerts. Lucky. Um, yeah, even both of them that were here in Charlotte. I mean. He's a, he's a great artist, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, I think more than anything is, like I said, once again, the creativity, the creativity and the originality. Like, he's just himself. And it's not, he's not trying to switch up. He's not trying to do anything different. He's just digging 
uh, deeper within himself instead of going wide, and you can hear it in the music, you know? Yeah, man, and when it comes to Southern lyricists, because I feel like the whole world kind of forgets, we can spit, too. Like, the, we got Andre 3000, the JIDs, Big Crits and everything. We could, we could go on and on. Killer Mike yeah. is a very, very great Southern lyricist also and everything. And it's just like these people are very, are people definitely that you want to study because, you know, we got a Southern cadence to a certain degree. Right. To a certain degree. Right. So it's just like, you know, they kind of have that blueprint of how to, like, better, like, you know, uh, like, you know, like, how what's that word? better uh i don't want to say perpetrate but a better like you know articulate yourself articulate in yourself, a southern yeah. way without disrespect uh, southern way you ain't gotta like be on a new york stuff or right, la stuff right. you can be on your own stuff too and that's like that's what i like about southern folk Very and everything true. of that nature but it's like Very you know true. it's like you know back on southern lyricists you know outside of like big crit do you, you think it might be influenced by other southern lyricists um, also um i'm a, like see me being from me being from seaport city savannah georgia like i grew up listening to bootsy yeah. Um, like I grew up listening to the old Jeezy. I remember grew up listening to the old Ti. I grew up listening to the old Wayne. I, I grew up listening to Camouflage, R.P. Camouflage. Shout out to Flage, she doing the thing. But I mean, other than that, that's 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 pretty much it. Um, I really don't listen to too much music as of now um only because i just really listen to a lot of the shit that i'm trying to create yeah. i'm not saying that i don't listen to other music like if, if it comes on i'll listen to it but it's not something i'm actually listening to but um unless you're studying it to yeah, be honest that's the thing it. once you reach this level it's just all about listening to beats you're more familiar with beats than you yeah. are with other songs now because like, okay, i gotta use that beat i gotta use this beat i gotta get in touch with this producer you know what i'm yeah, saying don't get me wrong don't get me wrong in the same sense now i do i am a fan of music like i'm oh, a definitely. student of music so like if it's somebody out there that i want to hear like i'm gonna listen to it like i don't even want to call it no names but if you drop some shit you definitely know you're supposed to be listening to it. I'm going to listen to it. But it's like, I'm not trying to jump on any bandwagons, if no. that makes any no, sense. No, no, no. Like, yeah, hey, you know? So. I feel what you're saying. It's, it's hard to get in, like, you know, get immersed in, like, like new age hip-hop and everything. Although you kind of, like, dibble and dabble here, you know, with the Jack Harlow's uh, Tussie and everything, Key Glock and stuff of that nature. Key Glock's been doing it for a while, yeah, though. I mean, like, no, so. but it's nothing wrong with that, neither. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with all the rap, you know? Like, shit. I don't. I bet people don't even know who Starlito and Don Tripp is. Like that's one of my major influences as well. Like that shit got me through some some stuff. Oh. And it's like people don't even know who that is, and they from the south. Um, I think more than anything, you just gotta make sure. I don't want to say be mindful what it is that you listening to, but you just gotta make sure you listen to some shit that you want to listen to that inspires you. Like if it ain't some shit that gonna make you do some shit in a good way, I don't know if you should be jamming it. But teachers on. Yeah, no, definitely to each his own and everything, you know, just listening to like a lot of your songs. It's funny that you even brought up Big Crit and everything because I, while I listen to your song, no matter where you realize it or not, it influences you to a certain degree. Like this kind of sounds a little bit familiar. Not saying you sound like Big Crit, right. but I can kind of hear like a little bit of influence of Crit to right. a certain degree. Like for me, like I, I fuck with Flatbush Zombies heavy mm. back in the day. So it's just like, you know, this one song on my mixtape called Gray Shift and everything, and it sounds just like this is it. And I didn't even realize it until somebody else pointed out, like, wow, this kind of sounds wow. like this is it for Flatbush Army. I put it side to side. I'm like, oh, okay, I can kind of see it now. You would be surprised yeah. how much stuff one thing actually sounds like another. And honestly, all that shit is just, like, all together collab because you would be surprised if you take just a little bit of that and then take a little bit of this and all of a sudden that shit is something completely different. But if you got the real ears, you can actually listen to, like, okay, damn, damn, really? Yeah. So it's yeah. funny how it's all connected without even realizing it. No, seriously, it's just that's the that's what I love about hip hop. I see hip hop as just like a giant quilt. 
You know right, what I'm saying? Right, it's just right. like everybody, there's certain materials and everything, but you kind of see the same thing just in different like patterns and stuff like that. Very that's cool. what I re that's what I really, really love about hip hop. You, you never really heard that terminology, like did you? That's what I be thinking about stuff like that. Because it. it's just like you think about stuff like Biggie Smalls for a second. Right. You, Biggie Smalls' whole style isn't like original, original. Mm -hmm. How he made it was like, okay, original in his sense, but it was like the father to his style, his style was Big Daddy Kane. No, really, That's Big Daddy Kane. If you like, it's just it's crazy. If you listen to Big Daddy Kane back then, he was kind of like the Biggie in his era. You know, shout out Big Daddy King. I took right. a picture with him when he came to my oh, school one nice time. Nice word. Oh, seriously, I need to find that picture, but I had right. it. Now, see, I think I got to repost it online. That's I know it's somewhere. That's I know legendary somewhere. status, man. Yeah, he used to teach at my school, North Carolina Central University, a long time ago. We had play from Kid and Play used to teach our school too one time. Nice. Yeah. Holy no, shit. really, but I, when I came in, they're already gone. That's what I'm oh, like. But they'll come back every right. now and then. Like right. I saw Big Daddy Kane perform. For a little bit, you know, off a truck, and I'm like, yeah, I gotta take a picture with Big Daddy Kane, bro. Right. Like, no, man, I can't let that go. Like, dude, that's a legend for that's real, a, bro. I'm saying that shit is legendary. You gotta definitely find that pic, man. A lot of people don't even know who Big Daddy Kane is. Yeah, the saddest thing he was wearing like a mask, like I'm wearing. So, like, if I had to say that was Big Daddy, they probably would, like, are you sure? Is this not some dude in a mask? <laughs> 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 gotta take my word for it, man. Right. No, but it's just like no, but for real. I know you went to like a Big Daddy Kane, no, not Big Daddy Kane, a Big Crit concert right. and everything. Uh, besides Big Crit, who else have you seen live perform? Um, live perform, I've seen, um, I was at the first uh, Dreamville fest that Same. they had. Oh, Same. dope. Congrats. Oh, see, I, I didn't get a chance to go to the second one, but I went All to the first right. one. So I had to make that second one. That's, that's a tradition I to me know, now. I know. I, I can't miss so it. Mad. I was so mad. I was so mad. But so, okay, everybody, you saw at the first one. So, um, you want me to call their names out? Uh, the people that you say, yeah, yeah, sure, I cool. Oh, uh, shit, if I remember, uh, let's see, boss, well, I saw boss, of course, of uh, source. I saw 21, he came out, I saw Meek, he yeah, came Meek, out, yeah, popped out he like surprise. Yeah. That was, that was one of the highlights of the night. We didn't expect Meek to come, right? Of course, Cole, who else? Uh, not Tiana Taylor, Tiana Taylor, yeah, she and was they, there. They also had Nelly, out there Nelly, the he year. was out there. Who the who else? I know it was a while, that was 2019, yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna miss the name. I'm sorry if I miss Sizzle. She was out yeah, there. Sizzle How did I miss Sizzle? Damn it. Ari Lennox, she Ari was Lennox. out there too. Yeah, she's part of Dreamville. Um, so yeah, of course. There. Earth Gang, of course. Who of Earth Gang, JID. JID, all them niggas was out there. And I oh, think man. this year they had Lil Wayne and they, they had T.I. Yeah, Lil Wayne, T.I. I didn't. Well, I missed it. King. I missed them too, yeah. Because I was, I was there, but I was on the other side mm. waiting for Cole. But see, I thought it was so cool that they had two, two fucking separate sides. Yeah, because like whoever wanted to really, really see an artist, they got a chance to be in the front. And whoever wanted to see the next artist, they can leave if they want right. to. So it was, it was right. nice and balanced. I'll right. agree. Right. But you would still be kind of mad because you want to see Lil Wayne and see Now I got to still put that on my bucket list. I That's still feel true. like I ain't see him. That's uh, true. At least uh, I got to see T-Pain, though. Mm, never seen T-Pain. T-Pain um, was wild. He was wild out there. Because he had so many damn hits. And mm. I'm like, oh, my God, the dude does have some I hits. You said that. Yeah. I saw Pusha T. You saw Pusha T? I just oh. saw he just came here. Just recent? Yeah, oh, just yeah. recently. Well, Ruben Vincent. Yes. Yeah, Ruben, Ruben Vincent's Vincent. Liberian. I'm Liberian too. Oh, what is that? I knew people that knew Ruben, but I ain't met him crazy. personally. Yeah. That's just... crazy. It's dope that he's from here. Shout out to Ruben Vincent. Real talk. Yeah, he got signed to Rock Nation. Right, right. That's dope as fuck. Yeah, so saw Ruben Vincent, Pusha T. Um, who else have I seen? I've seen Mary J. Blige. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, I've seen 112. Um, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um... Shit, that's all I can think of right now. Yeah, that's okay. A lot of other people I saw because I was working for Live Nation at one point, mm. so I was I got to see Logic, I got to see Russ a little bit. Nice, and nice. I got to see some other people and everything. But who else did I saw? 
I saw some other people, but I can't remember off the top. I know, of right? Head. I know. I'm trying to think of all the other names. I know, I know the first concert I ever went to was a Tyler the Creator concert back in no. the day. That was the Cherry Bombs days. Really? Yeah, that was when really? these tickets were a little bit more manageable. Now it's right. just like are- gotta take a mortgage out. <laughs> Watch Here's my now. finger. Yeah, we're doing it outside at, at the park near CBCC. I think it was it's Elizabeth Park, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I'd be forgetting what the name is. <laughs> the reason why I picked this place is because the parking space we could be here for like four good hours. So Don't it's have just to worry like, about shit. No telling nothing. There's no parking space in Charlotte, but we're we're trying to fight that system. All right, cool. Now <laughs> back to the whole subject matter at hand. It's a blessing to actually see a lot of your artists, like you know. Uh, performing uh, right. in person and everything. Right. And they kind of give you that reflection that, you know, yo, I really got to, like, you know, reach that stage to a point. You That's know? real tough. And, like, how many times have you rocked the stage? Um, well, shit, plenty. I'm not even going to lie to you. So, um, besides doing, I have a couple shows that I do here out in Charlotte. Um, most specifically, of course, they have something on Wednesday, Who Got a Banger at Fusion Lounge with Mary Mack. Shout out Mary Mack. Um, I'll be out of... Uh, Thursdays out there at Superstars, um, shit, uh, and shit other than that, just uh, any other show that they have out here is what I'm pretty much doing. We got the merch, you know, for my bottom music, Keanu Reese. Yeah. Um, Y'all see that, beep that shirt, how much it took you to get make that shirt? Um, so everything that I, you know, all this shit is just made, like I said, in-house, we got a whole one-stop shop for everything, for bottom music, uh, for Keanu Reese, and um, this shirt right here is just going for easy 25. Got it on pre-sales. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, Because like, fans will really pay that money if they're trying to support everything. Definitely, and, and that's what it's really for. It's for the fans, you know? A lot of people have been asking me about it, um, so I felt like it was only right to give them something. Um, of course, they got the music. Now you got the merch, so you got everything that you need. You know what I'm saying? It's a one-stop shop, so. And that's, like, the only type of shirt you got uh, for merch? You got more designs? Um, more designs coming, of course. As of right now, we're just getting everything out. Um, so I just got uh, whites, and then I got blacks. Right. <laughs> I was just laughing with that sounds. I got whites and blacks. White shirts, black shirts, short sleeves, of course. Um, Keanu Reese logo on it. So, like I said, they're going for 25 So if you want one, come get one. Yeah, man, for definitely. Like, maybe one by my next paycheck and whatnot, or if I get some ever some spare money on the side. I just started this job, so I need to save as much money as I can. <laughs> so it's like, you know, forgive me if I don't get, like, a shirt automatically on time. But, I, but, dude, your song, I need to make a playlist because I've really gotten so many artists on this podcast. And, like, your songs and everything, I started the playlist a while ago, but I need yeah. to get on it to really make a separate playlist. But, like, it's just all people I've interviewed and everything on this That'd stuff. be dope. That'd was, be dope. It's crazy, bro. It's, yeah. like, for real shit, man. Like, y'all are really some dope artists and everything. I'm glad you like the music. Man. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm an artist, too. So, like, when I hear other dope artists, I ain't right. on some hating shit. When this shit is good, bro, I mean, like, dude, this like I'm, I'm inspired automatically. You know, hip-hop is my life. It saved my life. So, like, when I hear other people coming up, I'll be, like, be like, you know, where is he going to be, like, in the next five years? Right. We'll get to that in a little bit. Those questions in a little bit. Cool. But, you know, let's talk about, you know, what brought you to the game in the first place. You know, you told me that you grew up in Savannah, Georgia. And right. Everything. You know, what was your lifestyle like before hip-hop? And, you know, how did it kind of, like, change your life to a certain degree? I mean, I had a great life. I mean, shit, I got a good life now. Um, like I said, I was raised in Savannah. Um, anybody who know who's raised in Savannah, you know, it's a, it's a good place to retire. Um, but it's not a really a good place if you're really trying to like you know um, do I'm gonna things. say do things yeah um, so for myself personally you know once I got of age I pretty much just was able to leave out of that um, came back after probably around like three four years um, and honestly I've been doing music probably my whole life but what really 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 got me into it into it 
was when I finally came back home. Um, I was doing music with some peeps, with some of my homies, and um, it just came to the point where, you know, they didn't want to do it anymore. It was cool. Then I just kind of like picked it up from there. And what really boiled it down to it is I had a homie, um, RP Taiwan. You know, it was real, it was, you know, cool with everybody and stuff like that. Long story short, he ended up getting killed. Dang. And so um, he ended up getting killed in like, you know, same area where I'm from. And so um, when that happened, it really just made me think like, if I was to go right now, what is it I want to do? What is it what I want to do in my life? And would I be satisfied with what I've done in my life? And I'm like, nah. Yeah. So I'm like, what would I want to do? And it was like music. And um, So is it like being a remember type of thing or just feeling fulfilled type of thing for you? I think for myself, just being, being fulfilled. Yeah. Um, I don't care about being remembered because I don't think that's what it's really about. I think it's more so just about whatever is your impact. So um, for me, it was just more so about doing something that's fulfilling for myself. Because, you know, everybody got a mission, but it's like you have to really find your mission and your purpose and really do that. And it's like in a room full of everybody who does the same thing or do what they feel that they have to do based upon what the status quo says, status quo and what the universe, I mean, not universe or what you think you must do, like underneath the system. Maybe. Right. Exactly. Like, um, am I going to do that or am I going to do this? Um, and that was it. And so it's I just not a conformist in a say. You just like you just want to go your own way. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's what it's really about because sometimes when you break it all down, like besides, are we all supposed to go left the same way? Yeah, no, I are never we, believe that either. That's why it's like you you never fit in when it comes to a lot of things. Yeah. It's just like I just can't be with that. Like just being a dick writer, just like I need to do everything. Y'all need to do like that's like you're killing your own identity, and right. then you're left with nothing. You're like a robot. And this is why people become depressed because in order to be depressed, your body needs deep rest because your body's tired of playing the character that it's already playing, and that's what happens with people. Like they get yeah. caught up in things. But I think, um, but just to go back to for myself like once that happened that's when I knew I wanted to do music mm -hmm. so um, from there I dropped my first my first mixtape um, The Bottom mm -hmm. and this shit was back in 2013 oh really yeah, that's good. how many tracks was on that um, I want to say probably like 14 14 15 that is um, damn good in 2013 yeah, yeah. how old were you uh, I was 22 oh really how old are you now I'm 32 oh you 32 32. Black don't cry. Why does everybody look so damn young? Yo, you must be not stressed at all now. No, nah, I mean, life stresses you, and it's like, I mean, you can't really stress about too much shit you can't control. You know what I'm saying? If, and that's real shit. So I don't really stress about too much. I, what I do stress about is the shit that I can't control, and the shit that I can't control, I'm not going to stress about it. Like, why stress? Uh, yeah. Great philosophy, y'all, for anybody listening. Real Definitely shit. keep it. Like, yeah. Life is so, life is, life is easy. We, we make it hard. This tunnel at the right time. Perfect We're in time. a tunnel right now outside of Elizabeth Park. It's raining like shit outside. Listen, I, you might be able to jam this shit whenever. You got the whole smooth sounds playing in the background, the okay. rain sounds. Listen. <laughs> this is dope. This is dope. It's, it's a vibe. All we right. need is Kid Cudi humming in the background. That's it. <laughs> nice, nice. But, um, yeah, just from there, um, honestly, I just was trying to figure out what's the next step. So took the time out to try to figure out how to do our mixtapes. And then from there, I moved to Fayetteville, did some shit out there, dropped some more mixtapes. And then um, honestly, you know, life happens. So of course taking breaks with it. Yeah. But during that process, I was able to go through like a whole period of enlightenment. Um, 
reinvigorate your creative juices and stuff. Yeah, it was a lot, man. You know, really opened up a lot of shit in my life. And then, of course, get back in the studio and then from there drop some more music. Um, and, man, I can't even explain it. And finally, when I got here to Charlotte, because like I said, I got here in 2015, mm. um, I really wasn't doing too much with the music. Like, I really wasn't. It was just kind of like trying to figure shit out. Um, but I think more than anything, what happened was um, I just take it all the way up to like the the the, the panorama, aka the, the pandemic. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, pandemic had us right. going out in a whole different space, y'all. If you're a rapper, you you're gonna get a, uh, a creative man. Right, right. So I think once that happened, um, once it came out of it, real shit. Um, I think I I just finally came up with all the answers to every excuse as to why I want to do this. And then once I had all the answers, I was like, yo, let's just do it. And so that's when I just got everything back pumping. Ben had music, Ben had all this shit, but as far as like being able to do shows, actually pushing the music, pulling out the merch. Um, finding a purpose. Finding a purpose and everything in between. And more than anything, real shit, not giving a fuck what others say. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a big asset. If you're going to really get in this game, you got to stop caring yeah. what people think. And I'm still trying to go through it myself. Like, I'm 24, you know? Like, right. I, that's like a whole eight years younger than you yeah. and everything. And I'm trying to go through my phases also. So it's like, you know, you're 30 and you're still trying to do this and you still got a whole lot of content and everything. Not saying, like, oh, yeah, he's way ahead of me. It's like, but I feel like you're at a certain stage of your life where it's like you're more comfortable with yourself as an artist. And, yeah. And that's cool. That's really, really good. That's a blessing in itself, too, man. But keep grinding for sure, man. That's what it's all about. And all I can tell you is just stay the course because that's what it's really about. Um, no one has the fucking clue as to what is going to make you get what you're trying to get. But the whole goal is to stay the course, yeah. you know. Um, it's all about the journey. It's all about the journey. A lot of people look at the end road. Um, excuse me, look at what they're going through as opposed to just being focused on the end because like you said, the journey is what's most important. And then also you got to figure out, honestly, what fucking defines success to you? You know what I'm saying? Is it being famous? Or is it just proving people wrong? I feel like in my case, it's proving people wrong, to be honest. And I'll challenge you with this thought. You're proving people wrong. Are these people people specifically connected to you? Mm, Not necessarily. Okay. But they do connect to a side of your ego, though, to a sense. Yeah. Because, you know, people don't realize, you know, like ego, shadow self and everything. A lot of that was just kind of created, carved through, like, the interaction we felt from other people. Right. You know, your words, you, nobody wakes up and says, like, oh, man, I suck at this stuff. Somebody said something. Something, something you saw something or you either saw somebody doing something and it's just it made you felt discouraged to a certain degree. So it's just like, you know, for me, I'm not the type to look on another person and be like, oh, man, fuck that dude. He's doing better. That stinks. No, I'll be inspired all the time. However, it's just like I have my issue personally is really just trying to really figure out my own value as an artist. So it's like, you know, I look back in the past and look at what I've done so far, you know, dropping a whole mixtape, 12 tracks. A lot of people don't do that. First time outing, I age 23 last year and everything. You know, and it's just like, you know, that's a lot further than a lot of people and everything. And I'm still trying to focus on making more music now. It's a little bit of a stumble trying to get the finances to get that together. But hey, it's all a work in process. Just trust in God. But at the same token, for the ego trying to prove people wrong and everything, it's really just a matter of how you see it. Now, really, in the sense that a lot of people say, like, oh, you're a nursery rhyme rapper, you, you're not going to make it, you're not going to be this. I, I can really call myself a rap artist because I actually have art out there compared to them not having anything. That, that's success enough. But really, it's just a matter of really turning it into something where it's like there's a whole lot of content I can sit on. 
So that's just my side of it, you know, like no. your side, yeah. I, no, 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 I understand completely, but you're absolutely right. I think, um, I can speak from my own personal experience for myself. I think one of my hardest things was really trying to um, figure out what it is that, okay, is they gonna like this? Is, is, is they gonna like that? But it's like, who gives a fuck? Like who, who, who really, who, what does it really take to not give a fuck? And it just really takes just um, focusing on yourself more than anything. Yeah. Like, I love my music. Yeah. I don't care who doesn't. Yeah. That's not being passive, that's just being positive in what I do in my music. Because yeah. you have some artists who are already passive in their own music. Yeah. How do you expect others to like your music if you don't even like your music or you're passive about it? Yeah. Um, in the same token, you have to be mindful if you want to do this music you on a high know. level. Oh, uh, okay. Was that racist? I feel like that, that was racist. Racist as fuck. That was really, really. Oh my god! <laughs> Y'all don't even realize it was like a white woman in a freaking bicycle, because it's raining outside, right in a tunnel, and it's like she literally. I'm just here trying to do a freaking recording for a podcast. The lady trying to talk about some you don't melt. Like, so keep in mind, note to yourselves: certain things you just don't say out loud. Yeah. I don't know if she was just referencing Shrek with that one, you know, with Donkey saying "I'm melting" in that one sequel. But that, that wasn't the right that time. That was racist. Let's get past it. What were you saying? <laughs> Very racist. Uh, I know. What, what you, I know. Yeah, that racist threw you off, ain't it? Yeah, listen, but it's everywhere. And that's why, fuck it, since we're there, that's why I make the type of content of music that I make. Uh -huh, yeah. The music I make is from the heart. Yeah. And it's for us. Yeah, for real. I mean, you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. Um, Damn, she just fucking threw me off. Fucking no, no, I, feel, I can feel it. I'm feeling it. Cause like, like, you know what really took me off about? Yeah. Just earlier today, I was watching a character on YouTube. I like to look at videos about character analysis and shit. And for some reason, I was looking at a character analysis for, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cotton Candy? A dude from Django. What was his name? Mm. Candy? I forgot, like, oh, his first about, name. Yeah, I know you. I don't Calvin know. Candy. Yeah. Calvin Candy yeah. off, yeah. like, uh, the Quentin Tarantino Django movie. Right. And everything. And how... Uh, Quentin Tarantino has some despicable characters in his movies, oh, but for some reason, Calvin Candy was the one he felt like the most uncomfortable, I like really watching, you know, because dude, dude was crazy. Yeah, Leonardo, shout out Leonardo DiCaprio for bringing that character to life, bro, because that like, wow, yeah, that motherfucker was wild in that movie. Yeah, it was a reflection of grandiose behavior, narcissism mm. to a certain degree, man. It's just like, but then he tried to add science with it with the skull and stuff, but that stuff was wild. Yeah. But it's but past the racist stuff. Every day we're gonna face some racism. There's still every some day. that think like that anyway. It's still no, to this yeah, day. Let them think how they want to think. Yeah, whatever. But back on the subject matter, man. You're right. speaking about like your journey and stuff of that nature, and how just like you had to rediscover like not to give a fuck. Yeah. And everything. You know, when you're not giving a fuck, like the first thing I think about is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and that's why people really resonate with that character mm. in WWE Stone Cold because that anti-hero. Mm. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna fight for mine. Do what I gotta do. Yeah. and everything and that's why people loved him and people kind of shat on Bret Hart a little bit because it was mm. just like you know yeah it's good to be excellent it's good to be whatever but you can't complain and be entitled about everything in your life very true you just gotta fight for everything Stone Cold didn't get his first world heavyweight championship till he was 34 years old that's crazy right 34 when you realize yeah. it you know he wasn't young he wasn't no spring chicken but he was spring chicken enough to kick somebody's ass that's what it's really you about. know i know it's all like you know predetermined shit but it's just like you know when you reflect on just like the narratives of it, i think it's pretty cool that's very true that's very but anyway true. about not giving a fuck how, what's your journey of not giving a fuck um honestly um my journey of just not giving a fuck is honest focusing on the task at hand i got a whole saying it is literally just stay the course yeah. meaning like you come up with a POA, plan of action, and you implement that shit. 
you have to look around and really see what it is that you want to achieve and like hone in on it but it's like you have to be precise mm -hmm. you have to be tactful and you also have to be dedicated be dedicated because if you're not this shit isn't going to work out this shit is not for the week shit ain't gonna happen in a day it ain't gonna happen in a week it ain't gonna happen in a month hell it probably won't even happen in a year yeah. but you got to stay the course and always write down your ideas too bro like all that's that stuff a, can really come alive that is, too that is a lost fucking art no seriously. the art of writing no dead ass. everything is so electronical nowadays yeah. we put it in our notes everything but it's like the power the ability to write it down to pen and a pad right from thought to finger to pen to pad yeah. and to be able to visualize that shit on a daily basis like You'll be surprised. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, seriously, because I feel like there's more feeling, there's more energy to it. Like, because when you're writing in a signature, your feelings and like how fast you write it, maybe you're angry, you write it really fast, you write it really bluntly, yeah. or maybe you're just telling you to write it very lightly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it reflects your mental state at that point. That's what I really like about writing and everything. But writing your ideas down and everything, it just makes it all the more real because it's like, okay, this is put right here. You know, like Very when you're true. visualizing it, now it's like it's right there. Very true. You know, Harry Potter uh, was before it, Harry Potter was Harry Potter. Harry Potter was a damn idea. And they put the pen to paper. Now it's that. Exactly. Because the Constitution was an idea. Then they put pen to paper. It became something. Yeah. So it's, it's just, yeah. You have to put your thoughts out. You have to put your thoughts on paper or somewhere, preferably on paper, and you got to bring them out. And that's the only way that you're really going to be able to, excuse me, because it's not the only way. It is a way to harness the right energies needed in order to bring in whatever it is that you're looking for. Side so note, it's raining really, really hard. I don't right. know how long it's gonna rain for. I'm gonna run in this rain by the end of this interview. Right. But I gotta stay on as much as we can. Let's just keep it up. Right, but other than that, once you stay focused and determined on what it is that you wanna do, like I said, as long as you got the right mindset, you can fucking do anything. Um, once you, figure out what success mean to you, you'll be able to not worry about what other people are doing because you'll know the state of course for what it is for yourself. Yeah. Everybody want to be famous, but the goal is to get rich. No, dead ass. Like, fame like, ain't shit, really. It, it's, just more, it's just more people all up in your face telling you what you should Listen, know. If, you, if, if my homie said this, and I forgot where he got this from, if you want to get famous right now, eat a bowl of shit. You'll go viral. You'll be famous. Cause that's what people want but the goal is to get fucking rich and have some dignity in yourself <laughs> and have some dignity in the process definitely <laughs> have some dignity first <laughs> eating shit man i don't know how you can come back from that man it's like be you be, be surprised be, be, your kids be bullied at school it's like hey weren't you the kid of the, you, the dude that used eater? to eat shit Is your parents the shit eater Dang. I don't, but it's like you i don't know it's crazy because people do because people will do music or whatever the fuck or anything just because they want to be get the clout get the clout that's the word i'm looking for to get the clout instead of actually do you do you want to do this because this shit ain't easy it's going to come with a lot of fucking risk minimum reward you're going to fucking work late hours early mornings no one's going to support you your family isn't going to support you you're not going to have any money you probably won't even have a fucking place to stay because you got to pay for your beats, you got to pay for no. studio time, you got to pay for merch, you got to pay for marketing, and that's just the beginning. Half of these motherfuckers ain't even paying for none of that, okay? okay. 
they are they're not paying for none of that shit. They're not going the extra mile to make it real and everything. No. And this is why I do the thing like the podcast too. I'm no. trying to build my brand too. It's not just music with me. It's also connecting with other artists also. This right. is a networking thing, a brand awareness thing. There's all sorts of things. You gotta have some things to juggle. You can't just be just a rapper. You know? Fuck just and it's the problem. That's the problem. It's not even about being a rapper. Because the rapper is the whole is the rapper is the whole front of it all. Is the business in order? No, really. Like, is the business in order? You have artists that are out here rapping their ass off, show after show, and they're not even getting paid. Because they don't have their business in order. Oh, really? And I, I'm not saying those who have the business in order do. This this isn't even going gonna to fall on deaf ears. Yeah. But for those who don't, they're going to listen to this and they're going to be like, what the fuck does he know about? What is he talking about? Put people bicycle in the background. But, <laughs> but it is what it is. Nah, perfect segue. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. Oh, uh, they're going to bounce off of them. Hey, let's just keep it going. It's no problem. That's it's cool. a problem. It was just stuff in the background. I mean, there's rain in the background too. Yeah. But anyway, like, you know, like, I, it's great that you say, mentioned the whole business aspect of it because, like, my uncle, his rap name is Buddha Base. Okay. And everything. There was a documentary uh, for. Uh, uh, Money Mayweather mm. and his stuff was called uh, 30 Days in May and they took one of his songs I forgot what it was called it was like uh, but it was like a really really good song and mm. he didn't get no money for it at all May, Money Mayweather's rich self then he can get no money and this is like a Showtime documentary this ain't any other YouTube so he was on one of those Showtime doc- his music was on one of the oh man he should have gotten at least a dime for it at least a new car or something oh, yeah. But it's just like, you know, you just got to get a good lawyer for things like that. I wish you would have gotten a good lawyer for stuff like that. Yeah. I hope to one day confront, maybe when, when, not on somebody, I'm not going to fight him type shit. But no. just let him know about it. Like, dude, it's like, my uncle should be compensated for that. That's legit. You See, know what I'm saying? It's that's just, messed up. That's yeah, messed is. up. But it, just, he's a really good artist and everything. I mean, he's just kind of older. You know, I think he's in his 40s. Oh, snap. We got to back up. Bro. Yeah. That's it. Back up. Back up. Like, you think we should go all the way down? Oh yeah, so we're doing a podcast and everything. Yeah. yeah. Just like you know, sir, and everything we're just trying to pass through. Let me go over this for something. That's yeah. a little bit. A little segue, a little segue. We're still in the tunnels. There's a lot of water. Not in the tunnel, but like on the side of the tunnel. You think, you think we're at a good distance? Yeah, yeah, I think this is perfect. Alright, no, for real. Plus, like, there's so much rain. I didn't think it was gonna rain this hard today. I, listen, I, just, I really, I looked on the thing and I, said, I didn't think it was gonna rain, but I was looking outside and I, I, I don't know, I just looking at the clouds. Like, real I, shit. A, part, a part of me knew it was gonna rain too, but I literally saw the forecast on my iPhone. And it didn't say my iPhone, but it's like my work phone. It said like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a bright day today. Right. Yeah. Thanks for lying, iPhone. I appreciate it. See? No, but, but it's all right though. It's like might as well just get all through this whole matter. So it's like, uh, yes, yeah, so like, what, what was your, what were you trying to say in regards to like, you know, getting the business together after the whole Buddha base and uh, you, you, I'm, I'm, honestly, man, it shit like that is so unfortunate, but it happens so. Whoa, I was not expecting that. Is there another tunnel? You want to, you want to do this in your car? Let's do this in your car. Yeah. All right, pause, pause. All right, just a segue, ladies and gentlemen. It was raining really, really hard. We're in that tunnel. You're not going to believe what the hell just happened. I don't know. It was yeah. like some weird movie type stuff that just happened. Like, I don't know. Something about, like, it was like a whole bunch of, it was like a flooding thing going on with the tunnel. We had to run out there quick. I don't know. What kind of stuff is that? Is joint? No, but, yeah, he still has his joint. Shit. Is it, is it dry? 
Shit, we gonna make it there. I got five. I, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> I'm cool. trying to wait till I relocate to DC before I do any of that stuff again. Anyway, where it's legal. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it's like to segue. Uh, uh, I know we talk about a whole lot of stuff. Let's just get back on to Keanu Reese as the artist. All right, so Keanu Reese, uh, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Whew. Next five years, um, where I see Keanu Reese, um, honestly, as a household name. Um, and I'm saying as far as not everybody knowing me, but those who need to know me know me. Um, as far as for the business, bottom music, back of the mind music. Um, I'm seeing it as pretty well off when it comes to um, having his business in order, not to mention the merch, not to mention for the publishing, not to mention for everything else in between, all the other business ventures that we're just going to be into. Um, but I, honestly, I say in another next five years, let's just say well off. Yeah. Definitely well off. That's the key word and everything. Hi. And so, looking at like how the rap, uh, the rap culture is today. Like, what are your thoughts about it? Um, listen. All I can say is, if you win it right now, get your money while you can. Do it at a high level. Get all the money you can, because when your time is up, it's up. It's definitely up. It's up and it's stuck. By the way, he does have a song called uh, Up. Just oh. want to let you know. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Um, and it's like, what, what type of projects and music should we look forward to as an audience from you, Keanu Reese? So, as of right now, of course, you guys know I got my latest single out. It's called Con versus Calm. Comrade versus Constituents. So, check that out. Got the visual out as well. Um, right now, you're going to get a couple more singles from me, a couple more visuals. I got a, uh, a actual EP and an album that I'm going to be dropping pretty soon. Of course, I got the merch that's going to be coming out. So pre-order is going to be coming out actually next week. So y'all be on the lookout for that. Um, and other than that, hey, y'all just stay tuned. Figure out exactly what the fuck Keanu Reeves got going on. Wonderful, wonderful. That is great. Sorry, I had to cut this interview a little bit shorter than it would. I feel like this could have been an interview that could have stretched to an hour easy. Oh, yeah. But, you know, due to the conditions with the rain pouring, like, you know, North Carolina weather, one day it's dry, hot as hell so for good. fucking a whole month, and then it just rains out of nowhere. It's just, you know, it's just, it's just, this it's this weather is just some, it's bipolar as shit. It's like but, seaport weather. But we gonna get in another one another time. No worries. No oh, worries. Yeah, definitely maybe in season three, you know, season two is just, you know, I'm gonna try to reach 150 episodes. So I'm trying to talk to as many uh, different artists as possible. So we probably won't touch base till season three, though. Again, you know, just to see what's up. You know, yo, definitely, most definitely, most definitely. Um, but I would like to thank you for hopping on. You know, every other time an artist really takes time out of their day to really get on and everything, it's despite the conditions, like literally, it poured on us and shit. Yeah, like, like God <laughs> cried on all of us today. I don't know so, what hurt yeah. his feelings today. Um, but it was just like you know. But I do appreciate you, Keanu Reese. I don't know him from nowhere, but I feel like you know we clicked on a lot of things yeah, and stuff shit. of that nature. I hope maybe one day maybe we could work together on a project. Maybe you never know. We'll, we'll just see what the future holds. But you know, I appreciate you for hopping on, dude. Do you have any final words you want to let the crowd know before we bounce? Definitely. Yo, 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 yo. What it is? What it ain't? It's your boy Keanu Reese, coolest breeze in the east, and a day to tell me different. Check it. You can find all my music on all social media platforms. That's K E A N U underscore R E two S C. 
Once again, you can find all my music on all social media, and that include all music platforms as well. That's K-E-A-N-U underscore R-E-2-S-C. I appreciate the opportunity, brother. Real shit. All right, yeah, I appreciate it. All right, this is Toasty signing out of the Mental Threats Podcast. This is episode 77. Yeah, that, well, now we Damn, all right, fuck this shit up because the rain took me off guard. And the old girl that said, like, don't be melting. Now I'm melting. Anyway, uh, we sewn in, and now we're sewing out. That is it for the episode right there.